Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. God is amazing. Today, we're going to continue from what we said yesterday, what we discussed yesterday about how low can we go. Today, I want to say, let's speak about that there's no satisfaction in fear. There is no satisfaction in responding to fear. I read from 1 Samuel 18, 12 to 28, and 29 actually, and I'm going to quickly discuss in a visual fashion. I would encourage you, please join me in reading, reading together. And just thank you for listening to Jela Speaks, um, your favorite um, podcast, podcast, whatever you can call it. But let, let me quickly start reading. So Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David, but had departed from Saul. He sent David away from him and gave him command over a thousand men. And David led the troops in their campaign. In everything he did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. When Saul saw how successful he was, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he had led them in their campaigns. Saul said to David, here is my older daughter, Mera. I will give her to you in marriage. Only serve me bravely and fight the battles of, of the Lord. For Saul said to himself, I will not raise a hand against him. Let the Philistines do that. But David said to Saul, Who am I and what is my father's, my family or my clan in age of death that should become the king's son-in-law? So when the time came for Merab, Saul's daughter, to be given to David, she was given to marriage to Adriel of Meholah. Now Saul's daughter Micah was in love with David. And when they told Saul about it, he pleased him. I'll give her to him, he thought, so that she may be snared to him, and so that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. So Saul said to David, Now you have a second opportunity to become son in law. Then Saul ordered his attendants, Speak to David privately and say, Look, the king likes you, and his attendants like you, all of you. Now become his son in law. Scheming. They repeated these words to David, but David said, Do you think it is a small matter to become the king's son-in-law? I am only a poor man and literally. When Saul's servant told him what David had said, Saul replied, Say to David, the king wants no other price for the bride than a hundred Philistines foreskins to take advantage of his enemies. Saul's plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. When the attendants told David these things, he was pleased to become the king's son-in-law. So before the allotted time elapsed, David took his men with him and went out and killed 200 Philistines and brought back their foreskins. They counted out the full numbers of the king so that David might become the king's son-in-law. Then David gave him his daughter Michal in marriage. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and his daughter Michal loved David, Saul became still more afraid of him. And he remained his enemy for the rest of his days. And I separated them. And so today we discussed there is no satisfaction in fear. Yesterday we had discussed, you know, how low can we go? And I use the analogy of the weeds. Now today I want to discuss this. Because when one is afraid, and I'm responding to these thoughts, we're looking for peace. But there's no there's no peace in responding out of love, in fear. So let me explain a bit. 
So for example, when one is afraid, like Saul was afraid of David, right? And it was fear. And so which means that that fear was manifesting through something. Through jealousy, hatred, wanting to kill him and all that, right? But then in Saul's heart, he was looking for satisfaction as he was responding in jealousy, scheming, all that. All that Saul was doing was to give him peace about David. He felt that if he could kill David, nobody would be able to have the um, throne from him. And because of that, he would have peace. But the prayer about it is that when one is responding in fear, one is responding out of love. And because we all men love, no matter how you try and respond in fear, you will never get satisfaction or peace. No matter how we try and respond in fear, we will never get any satisfaction or peace about it. Because as we are trying so hard to get back our joy and our peace, we realize that because we are responding in fear, what happens is that we may make some sort of progress. So, for example, let's say one responds in jealousy, like you know, Saul did, right? Responds in fear. He thinks, oh, if I can get them to kill David, or if I can scream against him, it's make him feel happier. I guarantee you, happiness, the one he thinks he's feeling, is very short lived. But the maximum, a very very short time because what it's doing is that it's making you think oh i'm winning but actually in the grand scheme of things we're not because the peace that we, we, we so desire the satisfaction we desire it is not there it is not there and that's because we were responding out of fear not out of love remember that god will always respond to us in love god is there when we're responding in love not in fear god is not in fear and so we can't be expecting God to um, overstamp, you know, our actions in fear because as long as it's not done in love, God is not there. So the peace we are so seeking to desire, it's not there because we are responding in fear. And for us, it may not be um, jealousy. It may be we're hurt by somebody so we want to retaliate. Whatever it is, we have to ask ourselves, is this done in love or is it done in response? to an action is it in love or is it in fear it's a very good question if we can see that it is is done in love fabulous but if we can say it is done out of fear there's no point because no matter how we try no matter how we try and we think we've succeeded we will never experience satisfaction or peace of mind because so so was constantly on the edge scheming a whole king of israel you know, he had all the power, yet he had no peace. He was fighting a small shepherd boy that was the first Goliath. I could say God was with him. But he was fighting this boy continuously, using his own kingdom as bait, using his own daughters as, as bait, trying to scheme with the attendants constantly, even though he was the king of Israel. And he was hoping that, you know, at a point out of the satisfaction, at a point either I kill him or I, you know, do something to hurt him. No matter how he tried, it was never enough. Because the more you fuel fear, the bigger it gets. You see that in the Bible verse in verses 28. And it says, When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and that his daughter Micah loved David, Saul became still more afraid of him. So so had done all these things. He was the one that gave Michal to David as his wife. He was scheming all sort of nonsense. And even, even with that, even with all he did, he even got more afraid. 
So the priest was looking for he didn't get peace. He didn't get any satisfaction. He has to keep doing more and more and more. But the problem about it is that if one is responding to fear that way, it is never ending. We never get satisfaction because we are responding out of love. The response to fear should be responding in love. It's hard. It's it's <laughs> it's very hard, especially when we believe we are on the right, and we feel that you know. And we will discuss David's response to to Saul to show how responding in love made David so successful. But here, Saul was doing so sort of nonsense, and no matter all he did, because he gave David success, Saul kept getting more paranoid. He kept getting even more afraid every single day, because he was foiling the fear. Making it even bigger and bigger. You know, like I discussed yesterday about the, the Japanese knotweed. The more you foil it, the more bigger it gets. It can go tall, like even trees, and take over one's garden. Just like fear. The more you foil it, the, the faster it grows. And you're getting more afraid and afraid and afraid. Getting even paranoid because of fear. And one is responding to the suggestive thoughts that build the fear. It's so funny how Saul thought that he could lay a hand on David. Like, this is the one that God is with. And in his mind, he thought, I can still deal with David. I can still kill David. How is that possible? But again, fear doesn't make us even think logically because our thinking brain is shut down. We're responding with our survival brain because we're responding in fear. And that, that survival brain is very fast. It responds on impact. And also, he does not respond, you know, logically well. So Saul was literally, and I, I discussed this more in, in a different episode, literally acting, you know, illogical because of the fear. So I say here that Saul was never satisfied, never at peace. He was constantly in fear, and more fear, and more fear, and more fear. So even though Saul was the king of Israel, it didn't matter. He was still fearful. So we were saying that, oh, powerful people are not afraid. <laughs> they are afraid. Anyone can be afraid. And sadly, I write here that even though this person was supposed to get Saul to the point where he fully submits to God, that was the essence of the process. Saul was so focused on, you know, battling and yielding to the fear that that never even happened. Because he kept responding to the fear of his heart. His heart. I always smile when people say, oh, that person, I will show them in anger. Or I will deal with them. And then we try to, to take revenge on that person and deal with the person in our own strength. And it's not making matters worse. It is now someone that God is on. Like so, won't be frustrated because you will try and try and try and try and try. You know, it doesn't happen. I think someone like that. I always like when people try and you know show me or think that they have power to show me because I've seen God work in ways that I'm like, okay, God, it's okay. Right? But the fear makes one think, oh, I can use my power. Like Saul was doing, against my power to show the person. But actually, you can't use that power because no matter how you try and use it, the person is having a bigger God. You are not the God, right? And the more we try to do that, the worse it can be for us. Let's not respond in fear. Let's respond in love. Let's respond in love. And you find that in those cases where when you're trying to retire in fear, you'll be doing so much, so much, yet nothing will be fruitful. See, Saul, so, no matter how he tried, no fruitfulness. David was still alive. They were still doing his things. He still became king of Israel. There was no point responding in fear. 
So thank you for listening to me today. I pray that wherever we are, even if we respond in fear, that God helps us to begin to respond in love. Because that is the way to work with fear. That is the way to counter fear and so it does not consume our life. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Also today I encourage you to show love to those you would have normally reacted differently to. Show them love as God has called us to, no matter what. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.